Hello everyone, welcome back. It's your host, Snow Whiteside, and this is episode six of the For Future Reference podcast. I should just add that to my playlist and listen to that on loop all the time. I should fall asleep to that because I fuck with that heavy. I've been thinking about it. You know what? And it's weird because I've been actually looking for a new intro song. I don't know. It seems pretty generic. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's me. Like, I fuck with the jazz sample. I fuck with the little hip hop vibe to it. You know? I was looking for something maybe like a country one, maybe mix it up a little bit. Summertime, I'm a country, I'm a country boy in the summertime, man. You know what I mean? I got my bucket hat on, not bucket hat, trucker hat on, boy. I got that mesh back, cloth front, brother. You ain't never seen a boy like me, even though there's probably, there's probably at least 795 million guys like me that look similar to me in some regard. If I had to guess, that's a lot. So I'm pretty average. But you ain't never seen nobody like me before. In the summertime, that is. Shit. <laughs> I don't know what it is with my fascination with speaking in a southern accent. I just It's so easy and fluid, and, and it makes me laugh so hard when I do this shit. I'm like, like, dude, I say this to Brooke all the time. I'm the funniest motherfucker I have ever met in my whole entire life. I'm the funniest fucking guy. Nobody has ever made me laugh harder than I make myself laugh. And I think for for true for true happiness and to truly start to love yourself, and I say start because I'm a mile away from loving myself, really. It's just sad, but funny at the same time. Um but yeah, dude, we're back. Another episode of the For Future for future reference podcast i was looking um just because i wanted i was curious to see because i don't really check very often because like i said i don't really give a fuck about v- viewers or whatever or listeners and stuff but every so often i'll check on it's on apple podcasts now it's on spotify you know it's on google podcasts it's not on youtube but maybe i should put it on youtube eventually maybe one day maybe i will uh because i think I'm kind of more scared to put it on YouTube. I got to remember my point, though, the point I was making before, and I forget it already, because that's... <laughs> hey, man! Hey, dude! That's what I'm the best at. I'm the... Oh, my God. See, I'm, I'm about to trail off, but I want to say this. Jerry Seinfeld has a bit after he finished uh, Seinfeld, when Seinfeld was cut and they finished the uh, series. The bit was about everybody asking him what he's up to, and he says nothing. And that it's tough doing nothing. Because if you do something, then doing nothing is out the window. You're doing, you know, the whole purpose of doing nothing is to get out of doing anything. And he said, by doing something, you're doing everything. And I thought that that was very, very smart on his part. Calculated. The point I was making. I'm the best in the world at doing zero things. Nobody Nobody can do nothing better than I do nothing. 
you know how you're do you you're like when you're in the back of the car back seat of the car when you're when you're a kid and music's on but it's low low enough and you're fiddling with something maybe a wrapper maybe a toy but your parents are in the front seat and they go what are you doing back there my parents didn't even have to say that to me because they knew i was doing nothing dude that's how good i'm getting excited here but that's how good at doing nothing i am i'm so good at doing nothing that when you ask me what i'm doing you already know i'm doing nothing and now does that suggests that I'm a lazy piece of shit? Yes. Yes, it does. And I wouldn't argue that. I think that I'm lazy to an extent. You know what I mean? Like, I'll let my laundry pile up a little bit too much, but I'll get it done. I'm not letting that shit get out of control. You know what I mean? I'm get, if I push the limit on laundry a little bit sometimes. You know, I got four pairs of boxers left out of the fucking 20 that I have in my drawer. You know what I mean? That kind of shit. And it's like, oh shit, I should do laundry. And then you go to do laundry and somebody else is already doing laundry or has left it in from yesterday and it's still wet in the washing machine. <laughs> oh. But yeah, dude. Um, Southern accents fucking make me laugh. And I, I think that I'm pretty fucking good at them. Love it. Love that shit. Uh... But yeah, man, I, I've been good this past week. I hope uh, the two, three people that listen to this podcast, you know what? I checked it. I checked the statistics, statistics, fuck that up, statistics uh, today before I did this. And the past four episodes, we've had four listeners. And now I know that I'm one. I'm one of all of those four. Just because, excuse me, just because I want to hear how it sounds. And listening back, after I do the episodes, um, you know what? I'm actually surprised. I don't cringe as much as I thought I might, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that I'm like, wow, I don't even like this. <laughs> I'll be listening to myself and I'll be like, I should turn this off because I'm not entertained by myself. So that's that. So I'm one of the four, but we got three. We got three consistent listeners recently. So shout out to you three. I said three people probably listened to this and I was right on the fucking money with that. And I'm, I, I, and I love that about myself that I'm, I was right on the money with how many people listen to the podcast. But I was talking about, um, YouTube and posting this on YouTube. And, um, you know what? I think not that anybody cares, but I think the reason that I haven't or might not for a while is just because, you know what I said, I don't really care who listens to it, but at the end of the day, I don't, like I said, this is more of like a little therapy session for me. This is where I get my shit off. You know, athletes get their shit off on the, you know, on the ice court field, whatever, you know, you know, that's where they, that's their therapy is, you know, skating, shooting a basket, catching a football, running a track, whatever that, you know, um, for in some professions, therapy is just pounding away at a keyboard and coding. You know what I mean? So my therapy is just talking nonsense into a microphone by myself in my room as I look at a wall. It's my therapy. I like it. I love it. I love doing this shit because I, like I said, I do this. I would, I, I didn't do this as much because I had no reason to. So I felt like a crazy person and now I feel like a crazy person, but at least there's a purpose. Anyways. I'm kind of not ready yet for people to really listen to this that I know. And I feel like the YouTube algorithm will, because I post it from Selkirk, 
I feel like people around the area will start getting it popping up in their feeds, maybe. I don't really know how the algorithm works that well, but... Um, and I'm just not really prepared for the, oh, dude, you do your podcast, dude? Not that there's no Californian people in, in soccer, but they're like, oh, dude, you do your podcast and you never told us? I did tell my friends, but I don't think they listen because they don't give a shit. <laughs> not that they don't give a shit about me. They just, they're like, oh, cool, dude. That's sweet. I think I said, yeah, I did my po podcast again. And one of them said, LOL. <laughs> that's, 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 uh, that's guys. You know what I mean? That's guy friends that are like, fuck you. You're like, oh, dude, I had the sweetest dinner with my grandma last night. Fuck you. And you're like, thanks, man. And then you fucking bro shake them anyways because they're your fucking homie. You know what I mean? That's the kind of shit that guys are like. Um, but yeah, so maybe one day I will. But right now I'm comfortable with what I'm doing. And my four listeners, me being one of them, uh, I'm happy with you. You're my little crew. We're a little, we're a little crew. That's it. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm being, I'm a lot more animated this time. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you probably noticed that right off the rip. And the reason for that is because nobody's home. So your boy's being loosey goosey. He's being loosey goosey and he's feels like a, a silly little guy right now. And he feels like having a good time. Dude, I fucking found this comedian. Um, look up dusty Slay. dusty Slay. like fucking S L A Y dusty Slay. fucking awesome name. He is such a funny comedian. He's a guy that's like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I was I went into Home Depot. I worked at a Home Depot. And, you know, it's depressing in there. And he always goes like this. If it's awkward or when he finishes a joke and people laugh, he goes, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And I love that because, dude, I always want to have a good time. I don't care what day of the week it is, man. I don't care how I'm feeling. I, w I wish, even if I'm having a good time, I wish I was having a better time. That's how much I wish I was having a good time always. And it's redundant as shit to even say that but sometimes I feel that way I'm having a good time and I'm like dude I wish I was having an even better time because that would just be I'm feeling great right now but I, I wish I could feel greater than this and you know what saying that out loud that's kind of you know that's kind of asking for too much because when I feel good I feel good and when I feel bad I wish I was like I, I always say to myself I wish I was feeling good you know so when you're feeling good Accept the fact that you're feeling good and, and enjoy the feeling of goodness that you feel. So many feels. Feel away, feel away. It's a great Drake song. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so that's why I haven't posted on YouTube. And I don't know if I ever will, really. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But um, yeah, I've been good. I hope you guys have all been good over the past week. Sports has been pretty entertaining. Montreal got the win over Vegas. I was very happy with that, that they split the home and home, or, uh, the home games in Vegas. That's awesome for them. Game three tonight. I'm excited. Uh, should be on at about six, probably, because it's in Montreal now. Instead of being at eight. Probably 5.30, it'll probably be on, honestly. And burping again. I had Popeyes today, so I'm going to have the burps throughout this podcast, probably. And you know what, dude? I, I, I drove... You ever you ever driven while trying to eat? I got the chicken tenders, spicy chicken tenders, Bayou Buffalo sauce. Unreal, by the way. Um, you ever drove trying to eat chicken fingers in of any kind? But particularly Popeyes, because those motherfuckers... Crumbs everywhere. It's the crispy breading, crumbs everywhere. 
I, 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 high IQ plays. I opened up uh, one of the sauces and put it in my cup holder. So it didn't fall over one if I had to slam on the brakes. And I thought that was a high IQ play. But dipping the chicken tender in the sauce and then trying to move it from down by my knees up into my face without dripping it, stressful. Very stressful. And, you know, you had to do the quick 180. And so it's it would so it would drip down the tender instead of drip off of the tender. You know what I mean? You got to you got to calculate those kind of things. And uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I really I sat in my car. I set it all up because I wanted to prepare before I started driving after I got back in my car after getting the food. And I was like, how am I going to do this so that I can eat this all while I'm driving and not make a complete disaster of the of my car? And I think I did a pretty damn good job. But absolutely enraged me the fact that I took a bite of the chicken tender and I felt you know what I mean you I took the bite and it kind of felt like it broke off a little bit but I like let go a little bit of, of the part that I felt like it uh, fell off a little bit and it didn't move so I was like okay it's good it's still on there it's connected somehow I let go all the way and this sizable piece of the tender which was mo I think it was 100% breading but fell off, hit my thigh, obviously fell down the side of my chair where I can't fit my fucking thumb even in there. You can only fit your four fingers and then it jams. That's the shitty thing about having big hands, dude. I have a, I have pretty big hands. Uh, they fit zero places. They fit nowhere. I can't even get comfortable like laying in bed, putting my hands up to my face. My fucking knuckles, my, my fist is too big. And I'm like, if I put it too low, it's not comfortable around my elbow. If I put it too high, it feels like I'm getting punched by a rock'em sock'em robot all night. So that's me. But, uh, yeah. So I was pissed off the whole ride home just because I kept looking down the side of my chair and kept looking at the piece of the bread. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's the worst thing. When you hear shit fall down the side, change Hearing change fall down the side of your, your car, you're like, uh, fuck. Fuck. I, I don't yell. I'm, I'm whispering fuck, but I'm yelling inside because I don't want to blow your eardrums out. Um, dude, I hate that shit. Keys is one thing if you have a lanyard on them. And there's a lot of angles that you can grab keys at. But if you drop your phone down there and you got mitts like me, Good luck. And of course, and, and the things that matter most are always in the worst, are always in the, in the worst spots, right? Like they're always in the middle of it where if you move your chair forward or backward, it's still in the exact same spot. That's just out of your reach, dude. Fucking just get rid of the car, get rid of the car. But I was actually lucky when I got home, I moved my seat up and it was right there. I could pick it up. So that was awesome. So I was thankful for that. God was looking out for me there. Not that I really, uh, I don't want to, you know what? We're not going to go there. Um, but yeah, dude, um, I'm, I'm learning when I first started working in Winnipeg, driving in, I, f I, I hated, I hated Winnipeg. I hated, I've pretty much always hated Winnipeg. You know, I don't want to ever go to Winnipeg. <laughs> um, just because I hate driving in Winnipeg, mostly traffic in Winnipeg. I think I said that at the rules of, of Winnipeg driving. I think I said that in the first episode. So, you know, we know together that I hate Winnipeg driving. And for the most part, I hit the city because what is it? 
it's an industrial fucking 90% of the traffic is semi-trucks. Get rid of the whole city. But particularly in today, um, driving home, I was like, you know what, dude? I can actually enjoy this shit. Actually, we'll go back to yesterday. I was with my buddy at lunch. We were going to pick up some sandwiches. Really good place uh, on Kiwaitin. I forget what the actual, like exact name of it is, but a nice little mom and pop sandwich shop, hole in the wall kind of thing. Um, lovely little diner. You hate to know that COVID probably fucked them over so hard, but um, they made the best club clubhouse sandwich I've had in a, in a in a long time, and usually those places do. But we went there, and this is why I, I this is what got the ball rolling of me being like, oh fuck, this is gonna be fun. We're sitting there having a conversation at a red light. We're talking about, I don't know. I think fucking like the. MGK song like I'm a wild boy came on on his playlist and I was like fuck dude I haven't heard you know what I mean we were just talking I was like I haven't heard that song in so long so we're just you know shooting the shit <laughs> and he stops dead in his sentence as this guy I shit you not had a, a a red shirt on red like a Toronto Raptors jersey exact same color track pants exact same color shoes with no white or different coloration in any regard. And his shirt is was a, a tank top that was two sizes too small. And he had a gut, so it was hanging out naturally underneath his tank top. And his hair, which was looked like it was from a rock band in the late 70s, early 80s. So like um, Motley Crue or, you know, Twisted Sister or some band like that. That kind of style of hair where they got the bangs that floats over and, and it isn't in like, you know, in the middle of their eyebrow. But they got some bangs hanging over. And his hair was obviously just toasted. Like his hair had been bleached and dyed more times than any person has ever had their hair bleached and dyed but his hair was the same color as his shirt and my buddy is talking and just stops and I'm looking at him like what and I turn my head and see this guy walk across the street and immediately I was like oh oh and that's what got the ball rolling of okay this is going to be fun because shit like this doesn't happen in Selkirk. You know, when you've seen one guy in Selkirk, you've seen all the guys in Selkirk. You know, the, the crazies in Selkirk are generally the same across the board. And there's probably like a handful of them. And you might have gone to, you know, high school with two of those. So, you know, you're familiar with the crazies in Selkirk. So I'm like, I've like hit my quota for being like, oh God, that's happening? No, I, in Winnipeg, it's the, the book is open. It's a new chapter. And this guy walked across the street and I just went, oh, this is going to be fun. Because I never thought about that. I always thought Winnipeg is the shittiest fucking place. And it still is. But because stuff like that happens, it makes it a lot more exciting to, to view and be a bystander amongst the city. Especially that I work closer to, to, not downtown, but, you know, closer to downtown than obviously I would in Selkirk. So that happened, and that's what got the ball rolling. 
but today and over the past probably I would say the past week I've started to notice um you know I felt like when COVID happened that everybody was going to be really nice that everybody you know it was all about community they were go, they were like let's get vaccinated and open up and we can be with our neighbors and our community and let's do this for the city and our people and people being Manitobans um so I was like I, I in my head I was like okay well I I, I want to say that people are probably going to be more nice and I was you know I'm kind of now I'm not but I was kind of you know I had hopes that it was going to be a lot better than it was before COVID when we opened up now obviously we haven't opened up but you get <laughs> you get an understanding of what's coming people are freaking crazy man people are crazy nowadays the amount of people that complain that there's a three person limit on the door one extra person walks in the person at the register is like hey sorry we can only have three and they throw a hissy fit like dude you walked in you fucked up you got eyes i know you got eyes because you looked at her when she was talking to you and saw her i saw you saw her see you and tell you and and she said it politely sorry sir we have a three person max and you're now the fourth person so you have to wait outside in the summertime and there's a light breeze you're fine you're fine they even have a fucking canopy over top i'm kind of making this story up but this is realistically a story that happened somewhere along the line um so I was so I was I've been under the impression that people were going to be like fucking nuts and, and the shittiest people ever and I'm not excited to see what actually happens but you never know maybe it'll be good. Needless to say traffic was always a shit show but recently over the past couple weeks you know shit show was in people cut you off and I'm like I'm not even going to honk cuz who knows who's going to walk outside with a machete. <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean? Like I, and traffic has just been shit. People don't drive fast. And I'm like, what are you doing? Do you not want to get to your destination or are you living in your car? Because you have to quarantine for two weeks. Stupid. And they're just like leisurely driving around. I hate that dude. I can't stand when the light goes green. I don't care if I'm 20 cars back. I let my foot off the brake. <laughs> and I wish everybody did that. Because as soon as it goes green, everybody lets their foot off the brake. Traffic's going to flow so smooth. It's going to go so so much better. I almost, the amount of times that it, the light's gone green as I've been waiting at the red light for like 50 seconds. And I almost don't make it through that light. Is way too much. It's too, It happens too much. And I don't get it. Obviously, you can attribute that to people not paying attention. They're on their phones. They're talking to somebody in the passenger seat. They're yelling at their kids in the back. They're chewing their nails and daydreaming out the window. You know what I mean? But like, bro, do you not want to get to where you're going? And why do three, you know, why do you, why does 90% of the line, 90% is the number I use the most, but why does 90% of people in the line have that happen to them only when they're in front of me? You know, I don't know if that happens to everybody else, but it happens to me way too much. 
I don't know what the fuck it is. I have the worst luck driving. I don't get in accidents. I rarely get tickets. I've got one ticket in my whole life being pulled over. Two camera tickets in the five years I've had my license. No. Jesus. Almost seven years I've had my license now. That's crazy. Um, no, six. Almost six years I've had my license. Uh, no, seven. Dude, what the fuck? I'm stupid. <laughs> um... But I, I'm so unlucky with just traffic. Like, the amount of times I'll... You know, one lane's going slow. I'm like, fuck this. I'm not doing this anymore because this other lane is literally going the speed limit. And that is fast compared to we're going 20 under. You know what I mean? I hate it. I fucking hate that. It's like, who's fucking us up here? Don't drive if you can't go to the speed limit. If you are not comfortable enough to go the speed limit wherever you're driving, don't drive. Simple as that. Don't drive. If you are like, I'm too scared to go 60 kilometers an hour on McPhillips, do not drive. Not because... No, I, should not, I shouldn't say that. Not only does it make me mad, but it's also not safe, man. The amount of accidents from people being like, fuck this guy. And then they cut somebody else off, T-Bizzle. Or, you know, they they say the same thing. Fuck this guy. They drive around, hit a pedestrian that's just walking. You know what I mean? It's not safe. It's not safe to not at least go. <laughs> hey, if, you, if you're not comfortable going 60, go 58 and I'll be okay with that. At least I can get to work in the time that I thought I was going to get to work in. But. People don't do that and they, I don't know what it is. They're just not good drivers. Maybe they're fucking lost or something and they're like, I got to go slow to make sure I make my turn. I understand that. But why does everybody do that every single day? Um, but yeah, I'm not lucky. I'm not lucky with the lanes that I choose when I'm driving. I fucking suck at, at picking the correct, the 50-50 chance of, you know, you got a 50-50 chance of picking the right lane that's going to go faster. I, I'm... I'm 10% success rate at that. I'm batting 100. That's terrible. I don't know what it is, dude. I like driving behind a semi-truck. Fuck that, obviously. Most people would agree with me, I would think. So you switch lanes to the other one. The semi-truck then switches lanes to get in front of you. And I go, why does this happen to me? And then the other lane is completely fucking packed full of everybody and you can't get in and you don't want to be that guy that stops with his turning signal on waiting as there's 90 people behind you. I can't, I like, I, that happens to me too much. Another thing. Sorry, taking a drink. It's just water. It's not a cold brew. I had one already today though. Another thing. I change lanes. Nobody ever lets you in, by the way. I let people in. If, if nobody, if somebody drives past a guy that's trying to merge into the lane, that's coming out of a parking lot or something like that. And it's a, and it's a green light, or sorry, a red light ahead of me. I let the guy go. I let the guy go uh, because I'm, I'm nice. You know what I mean? I would appreciate that if somebody did that for me. So I would obviously let you go. Hey dude, you're, you've been waiting at that, at that parking lot for the whole time that I've been in the vicinity of you to see you. Go ahead. I'm going to let you go because I would be stressed out as shit. Like who's going to be the guy. And I'm that guy. I'm the guy. Now, if the guy in front of me, if, if the guy in front of me 
lets you go. No, no, no. If, if I let somebody go and then there's a guy behind him and he thinks he's going, no, 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 no. You, you got to wait now. That guy just waited three minutes to do that. You can wait. Hopefully the guy behind me is going to let you go. You know what I mean? Once I've done, once I've let one person go, I've now paid my dues. You wait. I'm going to go. They, they should teach that at driver's ed. Honestly. Um, but yeah, I'm shitty. I'm terrible at deciding what lane to pick always somehow I'm pulling up to a red light on the, on the perimeter. I, I see a semi truck two two or three semi trucks at the red light. The other line is further, excuse me, is further back. The traffic's longer in this lane, but there's three semi trucks that I know are going to take a little bit longer to go faster. So I'm like, I'm going to go in the one that doesn't have semi trucks in it because you would think a line of SUVs, sedans, and trucks can probably go, you know, zero to 60 in at least five seconds, you know, whereas it takes probably a semi, we'll say 10, eight, maybe. Tell me why the person either in the front or right behind that person decides to go 20 for a minute. And I'm automatically mad as shit because it's like, I gotta, I want to get home. I don't want to be in this little box. I hate driving, dude. I hate it. I've always hated it. I don't want to drive places. I can't wait for the day. I hope I'm alive for the day where you can just teleport places I don't want to, I don't want to drive. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, I like the fact that I can listen to a podcast or, you know, blast some tunes for a little bit. You know, I like that, but fuck me, dude. I hate driving. I hate the time it takes. I hate traffic. I hate sitting and not being able to move. I hate not being being able to stretch my back for 40 minutes, you know? I don't know. A lot of people, a lot of my friends and a lot of my family, they love driving. They're like, oh, I love, I love going for a cruise. Well, you're better than me, I guess. Cause fuck that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I fucking hate driving. And Brooke knows that. And she drives basically everywhere. And some people might make fun of me for that. Cause usually it's the guy who drives. Not me. If she wants to drive, if she's like, I can drive. I'm like, I give her one. I give her one. You sure? She's like, yeah. That's all I'm giving her. You made your bed. <laughs> now you're fucking driving. I, I asked you one time. Are you sure? And if she was in the slightest bit not sure, she would have been like, well, can you drive today? Like, I'm kind of not feeling, I kind of, maybe I got to study. Maybe I just want to kind of just like chill. You know what I mean? I don't really want to. Nah, she's always game for driving. And I love that. That's why I know I found the right person for me. Because... I, if she said, if I drove all the time and any time she was like, you want me to drive? I'd be like, hell yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, the past week, traffic in Winnipeg, traffic in Winnipeg has been friendlier in a sense. There's a lot more people letting people in. There's a lot more, it's been shitty in the regard of people still driving 20 kilometers an hour everywhere, which fucking makes me so mad. Uh, but it's just been friendlier and I haven't been pissed off at the people that don't let people in or don't let me in, you know, 
It's been awesome. But also, I'm starting to like being in Winnipeg more just because of the things that I've seen. So, like I said, the guy in the red, he's literally a fucking crayon. Which is hilarious. And you, and you know you know that he's fucking basically got nothing because he's got uh I, he had a bag that didn't that didn't have anything in it and i know that it didn't have anything in it like a plastic grocery bag i know it didn't have anything in it because it was flapping in the wind like you would not believe so i know it didn't have anything in it and anybody who carries around an empty grocery bag like that you know doesn't really have anything including a sweater or a bigger shirt so, uh, I was just thinking to myself, like, what the hell has this guy done to lead him to this moment? And why did he make these decisions? Why is he spending all of his money or stealing hair product to destroy his hair and make him look like if you just saw the back of this person, if there was a fucking, uh, 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 like a barricade and all you could see is the back of this guy's head, not his body or anything, just the back of his head, you would think, oh, that's a psychopath. That's a crazy person. Just by looking at the back of, the, of his head. I think it was a guy. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't even like... I'm I'm 80% sure it was a guy. But these days, dude, who knows? But... That's what got the ball rolling for me. And today, I kind of took a little scenic route. Um, because I didn't know how to exactly get to Popeye's where I was driving from, from work. So I went, you know, Apple maps and follow the route it gave me. And I kind of took a little scenic route. It was nice. I, I went through a place, a spot in Winnipeg. I never really driven through. Um, I'm not super familiar with the Kuwait area or like Notre Dame really. Um, so yeah, that was nice. You know, got to see a little bit of that, that I'm not, I'm not really familiar with. And, um, as I'm pulling up to McPhillips, I, there's a, there's a beggar on, and I don't know exactly what the road that leads, I think it's pipe, maybe it's pipeline. I don't know exactly what, what road it is. I can't remember, but it's one, it's the one that's right on the corner of McPhillips where the Popeyes is. And I think there's a, maybe a, a Michaels or something like that. I don't remember. Or maybe it's Staples, but as I'm pulling up there to the light, there is a beggar on the side of the road. And I don't know if beggar is the correct term for the, for the people that sit on a busy street like that. So I apologize if that offends anybody. Uh, I just don't know. I don't, I don't know what term to use. So <laughs> there's this guy who's got no shirt on, obviously. And he looks to me, he looked like he was, I want to say, just so I can paint the picture in your head. He looked like he was maybe uh, Arabian or maybe like he was from the Middle East. Like he looked like he was from the Middle East. I'm not sure exactly where. Maybe he was, fuck dude, I don't know. He was Islamic in some way, I'm, I think. Which you know is funny. You never really see homeless. I, I, I guess maybe he was homeless. Obviously, I don't know. But you never really see homeless people that are from the Middle East. 
You know what I mean? Most of the time, the people that come over here, not that he came over here, maybe he's like third generation or something like that, but usually when uh, somebody of, of that ethnicity is in Canada, you know, they got at least some sort of a solid footing on, on you know, getting a start here. Maybe this guy was playing everyone that was giving him money like a fiddle and he had a fucking hundred thousand dollar car at home or something like that. But it was hilarious, dude. He was, <laughs> he was, you know how they walked down the line. He was pretty far down in the median and he was strutting that thing. He had no shirt on. He had a hoodie wrapped around his waist, tied like a, like a fucking belt with, with a little cape. You know what I mean? So good. Awesome. Flip-flops on. Slacks. And was... I He was very flamboyant. I'm assuming he was probably gay. Because he was strutting down that median like you would not believe. And I couldn't believe my eyes. I was like, I've never seen this before in my life. He was killing it. Walking so headstrong. Like he was walking down the fucking runway. And... That's probably why he. That's probably why he has a hundred thousand dollar car because he's killing it and people give him money for that. But as he's walking, he's just talking away to himself, dude. He's just chatting it up with himself, or so I thought. And I said to myself, "Oh, he, oh, he's talking to himself, obviously." Um, and I, he had a sign too. I don't know what his sign said. And Dad got home, so now we got to be a little bit more reserved because. I'm embarrassed. Remember that, because I'm embarrassed. Um, but he he was killing it. He had a sign. I never read it, and he was talking to himself. So I thought he's crazy as hell. And I was on the opposite side of the road, so he wasn't bugging me. But I almost made eye contact with him, and I'm so glad I didn't because I felt like he would have ran out my car and started banging on the window asking for change. I got a little bit frightened. I'm not gonna lie, because I get uncomfortable in those situations. Whenever I'm right beside one of those guys, I try to give him a little bit of change because I don't want them to hate me and probably kill me. Uh, I shouldn't say that, but you know what I mean? I get, uh, you know, the, the thoughts that run through my mind in those moments lead me to be nice to them and, and give them some change if I have any. But I thought this guy was psycho because he was talking to himself and yelling and strutting the fuck down that median dude. Like you would not believe. And I'm parked and I'm trying to look at this guy from the side of my face because I don't want him to see that I'm looking at him. One, because I don't want to make him feel weird. Even though, how do you not feel weird with a shirt off in the middle of Winnipeg? <laughs> Um, and two, I didn't want him to come and talk to me because I felt like if you're confident enough in yourself to not wear a shirt and have a hoodie wrapped around your waist while asking for money and strutting the shit out of the median, then you're probably confident enough to come run at my car, bang on my window and say, why the fuck are you looking at me or give me some money? So I was a little bit scared. So I didn't want to look at him. And I kind of glance over to my right and there's this other guy walking towards me. He's an Aboriginal guy walking towards me, obviously from the streets, and he's talking to himself. And I was like, what is going on? And I got, my heart sunk a little bit because he was, he was walking up pretty fast from the, from like out of the, out of the depths of nowhere. I didn't even see where the fuck he came from. And on a dime, as he's walking towards me, I was like, oh shit, here we fucking go. He's 180s it, walks back and I could see him. I can tell he's still talking to himself. And then I'm, he turns around again, points a little bit at the guy and fucking shakes his head. He's like, oh, I want them fucking, you know, like one of those. 
And I was like, this guy's probably pissed off that the other guy is probably raking it in because he's killing it on the median. Maybe it's that guy's spot. And this guy snatched it up from him. So, you know, making up my own storylines. But that's what I presume ha it was, was going on. And I thought that was hilarious. And that made me laugh my ass off in my car. Because um, it was just funny. And that sounds bad because they're probably struggling in life and they just need a little bit of help. And he was probably like, damn, that's how I was going to make enough money to feed my family or something today. So that now I'm depressed for, for thinking that now. So that's cool. <sighs> Blessings, man. You know what I mean? That's why we got to be accepting of the things that we have. Because there's people that don't have anything. And I laughed at them today. And I'm sorry for that. But in my defense, it was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I was, it was just shit like that. You don't see that kind of shit in, in Winnipeg. You don't see a guy who's a, 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 a gay Middle Eastern. I said, I say gay. I obviously don't know if he's gay. He's very flamboyant. So I assume he is, but you never know. Uh, Shrutton killing it on, on the median on McPhillips and another guy who's pissed off at him because he's killing it. And it may, maybe it's his, <laughs> maybe that's his, his median maybe that's the median he works you know i thought that was kind of funny but yeah dude just stuff like that that is just was making winnipeg grow on me a little bit more because that stuff is just in so entertaining to me to see that you know you hate to see it and you know you want everybody to succeed in life but sometimes you can chuckle at things but yeah dude so it was a good day. Popeyes was good. Brooke did her last exam, or not a, her last exam, but an exam yesterday. So she's got feeling a little bit less stressed. Love that for her. Love her to death. I'm happy when she's happy. Um, shout out to my buddy Cole. Just got a new job. Had a boy. That's Brooke's brother. So good, good on you, buddy. Good luck with that. And um, I want you know what? I, I, now that I'm shouting people out. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to give a little plug here for my boy, for my boy, Nick Julio. Uh, go, if you're into sneakers, if you're into, you know, fashion in that sense, go hit up Julio Supply on Instagram. Go check out the sneakers he has on sale. Um, he's killing it for himself with that. He's got some awesome, awesome collection there that he's, he's got on sale. So go check that out for sure. I think he's got a giveaway. I don't know if it happened or not, but go enter that for some for some awesome opportunities. Um, and I think he did a, he, the giveaway is a collab with made by made by Dre, you know, Drayden, uh, shout out to him. His, he's, he does like custom customized shoes. So he'll like, uh, airbrush them and shit. They look awesome, dude. He does a great job. So shout out to Dre. Um, he's, I think his handles made by Dre on Instagram. Maybe I don't use Instagram anymore, so I don't know. Sorry if I butchered that, but, uh, go check them out for sure. And, um, um, what else, dude? Who else could I shout out? Obviously go get your water at, at, uh, water shop, water shop in town. Obviously get Frank's pizza. Frank's pizza. You got one in one in Winnipeg in North K. You got one in town in Selkirk and you got one on the south end of Winnipeg. I don't know where it is, so I apologize, Jason and Boyd and, and Ty. 
But if you're listening to this and you're in either Winnipeg or Selkirk, order yourself some some Frank's Pizza. The product speaks for itself. It's unbelievable pizza. You're going to love it every time. And I think that's all the plugs I have. No, I got one more. Shout out to my boy, Julian. Um... He's doing, he's trying to, he's got, he's developing an app with a couple buddies. It's called Thinkster. It's a poll-based uh, apps uh, so that they can, you know, take polls and, you know, on, on maybe uh, do a poll for, uh, for an incentive, like, uh, you know, maybe they're giving away a Jets jersey or um, some tickets maybe, or, you know, free appies at a restaurant so that uh, restaurants can get the data and then, you know, make their menu better for their customer, what the customer likes um, and whatnot. A lot of people are getting on his ass uh, lately, apparently about, about the Thinkster app. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that it's going to be a great thing for the city of Winnipeg in particular, for the uh, community to, you know, people are scared of them, quote unquote, selling the data. That's not the case. They're utilizing the data for these businesses and offering incentives at the end of the day for, um, for the people who, you know, uh, vote or not necessarily it's not voting. It's just like your opinion. And the whole thinkster is all about, is essentially about opinions and it allows you to, I mean, I know the bare minimum of it really, but it allows you to, uh, you know, see opinions of your friends um, and it can connect you with uh, some new friends based off of the, you know, your, um, uh, what's the word, your contributions to other polls and it you know, analyzes what you selected and, and it pushes you towards crowds that uh, maybe think the same way or, you know, you can have... Um, some great conversations with people that might think different with you or sorry uh, differently than you and maybe we can all help each other learn a little bit more i know a lot of people are saying that there's a lot of you know inappropriate topics that are online right now but the only way that we can all um, learn and get better is by having these conversations with each other and um, the you know whatever the right answer is to these questions you know help other people get educated so they learn and understand why that's the right way. Um, yeah, man. I, I think there's a lot of um, unfortunate, unhealthy disagreements that people just automatically hop down people's throats uh, without trying to understand and educate. And I get it. People don't are, are frustrated. They don't want to spend the time to do so. Um, but yeah. I just think, um, you know, it's going to be a, a great app at the end of the day, you know, and they released the beta for people to test. Um, and I think a lot of people are, you know, have misinterpreted the whole purpose of it and speak without understanding. And and, and I, I, I just want to give a shout out to my boy, Julian, um, for, for, you know, pushing the envelope and, and doing something that people wouldn't, you know, take the risk at doing. So, uh, I respect you, excuse me, I respect you for that, man. If you ever listen to this, I really do. And I wish you nothing but success in that uh, venture of yours. Um, you're going to do great things. You're hilarious. He is hilarious. He's a really funny comedian. Um, but yeah, so shout out to Julian. He's my boy. Um, 
But on a on on a on a not so serious note, as we just got so fucking serious. Um. I graduated, officially had my convocation, so that's cool. You know, I think I mentioned that I got my certificate a couple weeks ago, and the convocation was all online. And I didn't even read out people's names or anything. All they did was just <laughs> that some professors, not even my professors, spoke uh, uh, from pre-recorded videos as the names of the students all just passed by on the screen, like in pages of like 50 students per, per fucking page. Um, so took a couple pictures in my cap with a little tassel. Awesome. Feels like I'm in high school again. That was weird. And I uh, took a picture where I pointed at my name out of the five bajillion names on the screen while my mom took an awkward photo of me. And that's the one we got. That's the one she rocked with. Love that. Had a girl, mom. Great photography skills. You know what she did? This is such a mom thing. This is such a mom thing, dude. So I'm standing there. I got my little certificate in front of the TV that has the, the names on it. And she has her phone up. And I'm assuming she's probably adjusting her camera, trying to get it the right way she wants it to be. I don't know what's going on, but she hasn't said anything for about 20 seconds. So I'm just standing there straight faced looking at her. She looks at me and says, are you going to (laughs) smile? I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) You haven't said anything. You never said, all right, we're going to go now and smile. You know what I mean? That's what you do as a photographer. You go, all right, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Smile. Here we go. Don't just say nothing and then just be like snappy with me. Are you going to smile? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to smile when I know that I'm supposed to smile. You know what I mean? Because if I just started smiling right when I stood up there, I'd be looking like an idiot for 20 seconds. And then I would have said, are you going to take a picture? And she said, she would have said, I know this is how it would have went because I know my mom. She would have said so either two things. I'm either, she was either texting somebody, so it'll be a second or I'm trying to figure I don't know how to work the camera, even though she knows how to work the camera. But like I said, my family, we all complain about things that really have no use complaining about, but we do it anyways because we're like that. Um, so yeah, that happened. And I, immediately I was like, that was such a mom thing. That was such a mom thing. And... Um, you know, the older my sister gets, she's, I have an older sister. She's a teacher in, oh God, sorry T if I mess this up, but I, she's a teacher in Morden. I think it's Morden for fuck's sake. I'm not sure if it's Morden or Winkler, but the older she gets, she's 25 now. No, she's 26 now. She is more and more beginning to just morph into a mother and act like such a mom it's crazy she's i sent i sent we have a little group chat with brooke my brother uh tyler my sister and my brother-in-law carl we have a little group chat on snapchat and really most of the time it's myself or or tyler my sister are the ones that send stuff into it and everybody just kind of says lol to it um Uh, but I sent in a video the other day and my sister replies with LOL. Oh my gosh. Or no, it wasn't even, Oh my gosh. It was, 
oh gosh excuse me it's a burp disgusting and i was like for fuck's sake that's such a mom thing i've in my in my 23 years of knowing my sister i don't think i've ever heard her say my god or oh gosh i've heard her say holy fuck and i've heard her say oh my god that's hilarious but i have yet to hear her say oh gosh with crying laughing face that's so that's so mom like not my mom but that's just such a mom thing to do and i said that to her the like last week she said something else that was like such a mom thing to say and she's like you're making me feel old hey you did it to yourself you're the one and i don't know if you listen to this tyler but this is me speaking to you mono a mono you dug your you dug that grave and now to me you're an oldie you're an oldie you got wisdom and age getting old that's okay that's okay but i'm young and you you're old you know oldie somehow carl is a year older than you and he's younger than you somehow he plays nintendo switch and reads comic books still he's young bro he's young tyler you old <laughs> I really hope that she listens to this. I don't because she'll tell my mom, but I hope she hears this singular part somehow. Ah, uh, that's good. It's good stuff. It's good, uh, good banter. Not that she's even replying to me and she'll probably never hear this. Ah, no, she'll probably listen to it at some point. But it's good banter for me. Give myself a pat on the back for that one. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, but yeah, sometimes I really miss. I really they they live away, and I don't really see them that often, especially because of COVID. And this is gonna get kind of depressing again. But I uh, I miss them, man. I miss I miss having Tyler and my brother-in-law here. You know, we just laugh about the dumbest shit, and um, it's weird. You know, I. It's been a few years since she's lived at home, but, um, you know, that change of her not, of them, because Carl was here all the time too, uh, of them not being around, um, it, it was, it was weird. And, and I still feel like, uh, sometimes I'll come home and I, and I'll, and I'll walk in the house and I'll, I'll miss, you know, having them here because, you know, we used to just mess around and we used to just laugh dude and uh you know I, I miss him um and it kind of makes me sad dude i'm kind of i'm getting sad talking about this right now but uh it's true i miss and covid is so shitty man because you know they're from they're not in the same household so they can't have their car can't be here and it's like what do you do and it's upsetting so I, i'm really excited for this pandemic to be over because uh i miss my family dude i miss them my mom wants a grandkid so bad <laughs> and tyler is like i don't know if i'm even gonna have kids she's, she's like so you gotta rely on noah and brooke and i was like hey brooke's 20 and i'm 22 don't put that pressure on us we got a ways to go <laughs> you know like how dare you now mama's like oh 
You don't say. <laughs> and just looking at us now. She's like, you have a you have a job, Noah. You could afford it. I live in your basement. Don't tell me I can afford a child. I have a podcast that I talk nonsense into. And you think I'm mature enough to have a kid? Go kick rocks. They're waiting. They're waiting to be kicked by you. Not by you, Buffalo Sauce. The act of kicking the rocks was done by you, Mom. That's what I want you to do. Because we're not having a kid. I can tell you that. I don't want to. Not only do I not want to have a kid at 22 years old, I don't want my girlfriend to have uh, to have that pressure on her when she's 20 and still in university. And my mom would say, "I was I was pregnant in university and I had a kid at 20." And well, that's great. You wanted that, I think. Maybe not, initially. But now you get sad if I don't freaking kiss you, which is weird to me. Like I don't, I don't know how you, how people listening to this feel about it. But my mom gets upset if I don't kiss her, and I've been trying so hard for years now to just kiss her on the cheek. But every time, she's like, "Oh, I'm not good enough for you now. You're, you don't even want to kiss me anymore, Mom. I'm 20." You're 40 something. I don't want to, I'm not a child anymore. We're good. We passed that phase in our life. Give me a hug. That means a lot more to me than freaking kissing you. All right. I love you to pieces, but I hate kissing you. So that's been phased out because that's weird to me. And that especially that especially I hope she doesn't hear because she'll probably break down I love you to bits bits and bits and bits and bits <laughs> just so you know but yeah dude um, I was thinking about talking about sports but really I don't I don't, know, I don't have the energy to fucking try and think about it I always get so animated and I uh, gotta fucking go on a rant for so long Ugh. you know what I mean I'll, I'll give you some uh, I'll talk a little bit about it Milwaukee and Brooklyn, game seven. I'm calling it. <sighs> Actually, no, I was going to say Brooklyn, but I got to think about that for a sec. I just got the notification now on my watch that Kyrie Irving is officially out for game seven, which I, I figured anyways, but um, it's nice to get it confirmed, I guess. Um, dude, they just got to, like, I, they, they've been given hard in the ball to, to, to facilitate. And I don't know if they should be doing that, dude. I think that they should have Harden on the floor, but space him out and have him there for Durant to drive or Green to drive or Griffin to post up or whatever the fuck. I don't know why they don't. They haven't really been playing DeAndre Jordan and just kick it to Harden because he can still shoot the lights out, man. Like I can ball still. He can pop one, but he can't drive. He can't. He can barely run up the court. His hammy's pulled so bad. And what a warrior he is for battling through that. So shout out to James Harden. You know, people called him uh, uh, people called him a pussy and shit like that over the recent years. It's like fuck you, man. You don't know. I mean, I don't either, but like you don't know what it's like to play on that stage and that and and that competitive um, and professional and 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 just amazing talent night by night by night, dude. 
it probably is so draining. And I mean, these guys train for it, so they should be able to. But when you're injured and you got to do that shit, bro, fuck, I can't imagine. Um, so maybe put James, uh, Mike James, I think that's his name. The, the guy from, I think he was in either the Euro League or Australia, maybe. I can't remember, but they signed him. And that was a good pickup. And I think that they should run the floor with him. They should start him. As much, that's what I would do if I was playing 2K. I'd start, I'd start James. And I would go James at the one, Harden at the two, uh, Green at the three, Durant at the four. No, maybe not. Hmm. Yeah, I would go uh, Durant at the four, Griffin at the five. That would be my starting five for, for Brooklyn. And if you run with that, I think I think that that James can handle either Bryn Forbes or maybe Drew Holiday. I don't know. He's a small guy. I think Drew could probably definitely get some, you know, probably drop a 30-piece on him if that was the case. Um, But, yeah, that's what I would run. That's what I would run for sure. And you got to think you would put Harden on Bryn Forbes just because he doesn't really drive the lane much. He kind of just – so they'd be going for the switch. They'd be trying to get the switch on him. Um. And they try to get the switch to Giannis on him too and shit like that. Uh, but I think it's a better matchup for him being injured just because he can't move as much. And Bryn Forbes is, you know, he's pretty, he coasts around the three-point line generally. He doesn't really set that much picks and whatnot. So uh, that would be my suggestion. Um, I think that Brooklyn's going to do it. Um, just because Durant is, in my opinion, the best basketball player in the world. Um, right now in the playoffs throughout the like in, in general the best basketball player in the world to me is Stephen Curry nah that's a lie though dude you know what he's the best offensively he's the best player in the world defensively you know Braun when he's healthy I still think is probably the edge for me for the best in the world but I don't know Right now, Durant's definitely playing the best in the world. I'll say that. And when you got a player like that, even though he had a shaky game six, when it's all on the line, um, and they want to get it done for Kyrie, and I really want Steve Nash to at least get to the conference finals in his first year. Otherwise, I'm I'm afraid that they're going to can him. And I love Steve Nash as a head coach. So, you know, because I love Steve Nash, but also because he's Canadian. Um, so yeah, I'll go, I'll go, uh, I'll go Brooklyn in that series, game seven. I think Atlanta and the Sixers play tonight and Clippers and Jazz. So those are game sixes. I'm, Philadelphia is going to win this game six. And I think Chuck said something like, uh, um, like Charles, Charles Barkley. I think Charles said that this is a game seven for the Sixers pretty much. And I agree with that. Um, cause if they win this game, I can't, I seriously doubt the Hawks would win game seven, but I don't know, man, you never know. Trey Young and, and, uh, and company, they do pretty fucking well at shutting down the Sixers. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm okay really with either one. I don't think either one is going to beat Milwaukee or Brooklyn, you know, either way, whoever comes out of that series, like the Brooklyn Milwaukee series is the conference final in my eyes. I can't see, even though the Sixers were the first seed. You know, they're un, uh, a great team. I can't see them taking four. Uh, 
you know, in a, in a seven game series against Milwaukee or, or, or Brooklyn, but you never know. Um, but in that series, I'll go series by series. Um, so I'm going to take Brooklyn against Milwaukee. I'm going to take Philadelphia against Atlanta. I hope I'm wrong because I do want Trey to make it to the conference final. That'd be awesome for him as a, you know, a student of Kobe. Got to respect that. Um, and the Jazz Clippers, Kawhi's out, dude. I don't know if PG's going to be able to be that consistent because he's he hasn't shown us to be consistent really since his injury, his big calf injury when he snapped his leg. Fuck. So he hasn't shown us that he could be that consistent. So I'm going to – I really do like PG, but I'm going to bet against him here. I'm going to go Jazz, Jazz and seven on that one. And then – conference final matchups brooklyn's gonna make it to the finals and i'm going phoenix bro i know chris is chris is out right now but i think he'll come back and they'll go finals and then we'll talk about the uh, you know the finals at some point later on later on when we when we get closer to the nba finals but um yeah man that's that uh montreal vegas montreal vegas bro montreal vegas you know, everybody, you know, Montreal's definitely the, not the favorite in that one, but they did win, you know, they were up 3-0 against Vegas, and that's saying something, and they didn't let Vegas come back, which I was surprised about, to be honest, when they scored the second goal with seven minutes left or whatever it was, I was like, oh, that's fucking their Vegas is winning this game, even though they were down, that's what, that's the kind of team Vegas is, um, so, geez, I'll go bit game by game, Nah, but I, I won't do a podcast till next week, though. Okay. Uh, I'm going Montreal. This is going to be crazy, but I'm a, I'm going Montreal in, in six. Um, I think they're going to split home and home again. So it'll be 2-2. Two, two. And then Montreal is going to win two straight. So they're going to win in Vegas again, and then they're going to win at home to cl- close it out in game six. That's my That's my take which would be awesome for the Habs man fuck it would be such a great thing as a Habs fan dude that would be so fucking awesome I've been cheering on the Habs for too long to not see this fucking happen finally this is the season I believe in them dude this is the fucking season they can do it they've had nothing but hard fucking series and they've shown nothing but success and I really really am hoping that that continues so uh so I'll go uh Montreal in six and and honestly dude i really want the islanders to win but fucking vegas or uh, not vegas excuse me tampa bay is just so good dude um they're it pisses me off that they have you know 18 mil over the cap but it is what it is at this point i'm gonna go vegas in honestly i'm gonna go vegas in five Uh, the way they're playing right now i think i'm gonna go vegas in five and uh We'll talk about the cup final when we get closer to that. But uh, yeah, we're an hour and seven minutes into this podcast now. So I'm going to wrap it up here, guys. Uh, Again, I want to say thank you very much for everybody who listens to this podcast. All three of you guys. Um, You know, I'm joking, but serious at the same time. You know, it's awesome that there is people that actually listen to this. And, um, you know, this is something that I'm going to do for a long time. You know, if I can consistently do it make time for it which i i try to uh i'm gonna do it because it's fun and it makes me happy dude and it uh is a little bit of a cool off 
in some some senses. So again, thank you very much for listening. It's been your boy, Noah Whiteside. Hope you guys stay safe. Hope you guys are happy. Hope you're having a great time and have a great summer. This has been episode six of the Four Future Reference podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Peace.